0: Thank <laughs> you. Good morning, sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the Daily Competitive Hedge Podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Cotterell, and this morning's show is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk everything from the daily news dump to games to keep an eye on from the daily slate. We cap it all off with our three team parlay, and we've got a special episode today as well, as we are previewing the NHL playoffs as well on today's episode. So, absolutely loaded slate. For you here today, feel free to comment as we wade through the waters and betting lines on today's episode. So with that, our episode is brought to you by Bet99. For all our Canadian listeners, Bet99 offers you a sports welcome offer when you join today using the promo code SHOOTERS, no caps on SHOOTERS. Bet99 will match your deposit 100% up to $600. So head over to Bet99 today to make your bets use the bets on this show and that's a great segue because last night if you were tailing our bets you would have hit on the competitive hedge lay of the day and it was really sketchy yesterday because we had the chicago white Sox plus one and a half versus the la angels that was a minus 150 bet and heading into the bottom of the ninth inning we had a six nothing scoreline for the angels we looked dead in the water but the White Sox come back to make it 6-5 finish. They still lose the game, but we cash with the minus or the plus one and a half. Then we had Mets run line yesterday versus the Phillies. That was a plus 125. The Mets won 10-6, to so that one covered with relative ease. And the last one was the Guardians and A's over seven at minus 110. Seven to three was the final score there, so plus 618 cashes. If you threw in the juice line as well with the Rockies' money line versus the Reds, you would have cashed another one that was minus 160. You can always add those onto the parlays as well. When we're talking about the hedge fans' lay, it was a tough one. Rob moves to 8-0. and 0. Guardians' money line hits versus the A's. And unfortunately, our, our friend of the show, Walker Bailey, Warriors minus two. We would have taken the money line outright. It would have won, but Warriors win by just one point. So tough loss for the hedge fans lay. It was just a two-teamer yesterday at plus 249. It barely misses, but we're excited for today's episode. We've got plenty of bets for you later on in the show, but let's start things out with our daily news dump. At the top storyline yesterday had to be the Boston Celtics and Milwaukee Bucks, and the big reason why is because Our player shout-out of the day is Giannis Attentacumpo. I mean, how can you not? He had a huge playoff triple-double, 24-13-12. They looked like they couldn't cover him out there. The Celtics played phenomenal defense in that first round versus the Nets. And I wouldn't even say they played terrible defense yesterday. The final score is 101-89. The under hits, the Bucs covered a plus 4.5 and win on the money line outright. But it was just a great team effort by the Bucks, As I said, Giannis triple double. He had Drew Holiday with 25, 9, and 5. Bobby Portis with another double double at 15 and 11. They got 11 from Grayson Allen off the bench as well. All around the Bucks just outplayed them in game one. But we know this is a seven game series. Jason Tatum had 21, 6 and 6. Jalen Brown had just 12, 9 and 4. Now, do we see them combining to shoot 10 of 31 again in this series? let's just say if they do again they could be in some serious trouble but we're not too concerned right now. Horford with 12 and 10 and Smart with 10 and 6. Game 2 will be in Boston in a couple days time and we will see if they can bounce back and truly make this one a series. Second one is the Golden State Warriors and Memphis Grizzlies. What a game yesterday. 117 to 116, the over hits. Memphis covers that plus 2 but the Warriors end up squeaking one out. Memphis had a good chance on that final shot. They just weren't able to convert. Draymond Green got ejected early on in that game for what I thought was a flagrant one. I think a lot of Twitter felt like it was a flagrant one, but nonetheless, track record may have played a factor. He gets ejected, and I think many people thought that was the Warriors losing game one, but they were able to pull it out. Jordan Poole with a phenomenal 31-9-8 performance. He stepped up in a big way. You had Stephen Curry with 24-4-3, Clay Thompson with 15. He hit a big three down the stretch. And Wiggins with 17 and eight. What a performance by that Warriors team, especially with Draymond going out. On the Memphis side of things, you've got Jaw with 34, 9, and 10. He didn't play great in that first round series against Minnesota, but he certainly started out well yesterday. Desmond Bain with just nine points. That was a little bit odd for him, given how he's played this postseason. Jaron Jackson Jr. with 33 and 10. He finally showed up in a big way. And then you had Brandon Clark with 12 and 9 and Melton with 14. Game two, once again, will be in Memphis. Let's see if they can make it a series. If Golden State wins both, they're going to be hard pressed to really make this one a series. Third one has to be our EPL Sunday review. Big result for Everton yesterday. One-nothing win at home. Richarlison in the 46th with the only goal there. They are now two points back of Leeds in 18th place. They're fighting to get out of relegation. Everton is one of the bigger clubs in England, so it would be pretty massive if they get sent down. And so the fact that they are now two points back is huge. They also have a game in hand and not the toughest schedule down the stretch. Then when we're talking about the Tottenham result, they got a huge three to one result yesterday. Harry Kane scored, but Son scored two. Huge, huge result for them as they battle it out for that top four spot Arsenal with a big two to one win over their rivals West Ham on the road holding and Bowen for or holding for Arsenal then Bowen ties it up to just then have Magel Hayes in the 54th ends up winning two to one so with that being said four games left Chelsea are on 66 points Arsenal at 63 and Tottenham at 61 they're going to be absolutely scrapping it out for that top four spot, which means the Champions League next year for two of those clubs. And then lastly, we'll quickly run through the MLB lines from yesterday. Baltimore beats Boston nine to five. Baltimore were the dogs and the over eight hits. Minnesota beat Tampa Bay nine to three at minus 130 and over seven and a half. Padres five to two over Pittsburgh. Run line and the under both hit. Toronto three to two over Houston. They were minus 175 and the under seven and a half. Mariners beat the Marlins seven to three at minus 130 and the over six and a half hits easily. the Cubs beat the Brewers two to nothing under six and a half that's pretty surprising. Yankees six to four versus KC minus 200 they were and the over eight hits. Angels beat the White Sox six to five as mentioned earlier the over eight and a half hits as does the money line at minus 125. You've got the Cardinals seven to five versus Arizona at minus 185. And the over seven and a half hits. Texas Rangers win seven to three versus Atlanta, barely hitting the over nine in the process. The Rockies smacked the Reds ten to one, minus one sixty hits and over ten and a half hits as well. Shout out to the Rockies for carrying that one. Then you've got the Nationals eleven to five beat San Fran over seven and a half. Cruz is by. Then you've got the Guardians seven to three versus Oakland, minus 120 hits, and the over seven. You got the Dodgers six to three versus Detroit. So the over seven and a half cashes. And then you've got the Mets win 10 to 6 versus the Philadelphia Phillies, the over hits, the run line hits, and because of that, the competitive hedge lay hits. So let's fast forward and look at today's game lines to monitor. A couple major ones you've got in the NBA, the Heat and Sixers play today. No Lowry or Embiid for game one. Pretty significant on both sides. You've also got a lot of game time decisions for Miami. We're anticipating all these guys are going to play, but Jimmy Butler, who missed game five with a knee soreness. You've got Tyler Hero, PJ Tucker, and Markeith Morris, all game time decisions. If any of them get ruled out, that could affect that Miami minus seven and a half. So just monitor that one and don't bet it until you get the final injury report. EPL-wise, you've got Manchester United today versus Brentford. Monitor the starting lineup because Manchester United fan here, and if Ronaldo doesn't play, then they're in trouble because when he plays, they score. When he doesn't, they don't. So this could be a big result for Brentford if there is no Ronaldo for whatever reason. His scoring line is one that we like. Maybe our player prop of the day we'll have to see, but I like them depending on his availability. So definitely wait to see. The starting 11 on both sides now with that let's get on to the big games of the slate and what better way to do that than by talking about the NHL playoff series and future bets to begin we're going to quickly break down all eight series rapid fire style and we're going to give you our prediction including a parlay at the end if you take all eight of our picks who better to talk about hockey than a Canadian I am a Red Wings fan thus the sh- the sweater today, but Jeff Blashill gets fired from the Red Wings. As a good buddy of mine said yesterday, he wouldn't have kept his job this long if Detroit was competing, and they haven't for a number of years now. So let's start with the first game tonight. That is the Carolina Hurricanes versus the Boston Bruins. They're minus 127 to win this series. No Anderson likely for game one for Carolina, so that could be pretty significant, but I do think they have the firepower to get it done. They've got Sebastian Aho, they've got Svechnikov, they've got Taravainen. This is a very good team. And Boston's still relying on that top three plus Taylor Hall, whether it's Marshawn, Bergeron, and Pasternak. They really rely on them come playoff time, and they play a ton of minutes in those games. You've got Allmark in net. Uh, He's been playing very well recently. But I still like Carolina to win this series at minus 127. Yes, Boston... Maybe the more veteran side, but I think there's more talent in Carolina. And I think while Anderson will likely miss game one, I do think he plays at some point this series. And if he does, he was a great goaltender this year. And I think that's enough to put them over the top. Because he is injured, I think it goes maybe six or seven games. But I do like Carolina nonetheless. Another Eastern Conference matchup, the Toronto Maple Leafs, minus 127 versus the Tampa Bay Lightning at minus 102. Tampa are back-to-back cup champs, but they come in without home ice in this series. They likely won't have it for the majority of the playoffs if they advance here, but I'm putting copious amounts of money on Tampa Bay here because mentally, the Lightning are just the stronger side. is the better goalie. Tampa, I think, wins this series fairly handily. Matthews is going to produce. I think Marner will as well. But this is a very good Tampa Bay side. As I said, Vasilevsky and Nett, but they've got Stamkos coming off a big year, Hedman, Kucherov. This is a very good roster. And I just can't pick Toronto to win the series due to their history. They haven't won a first-round series in a long time. And having to face off against the back-to-back cup champs is a tough draw, despite the fact that they have home ice. So I would be looking at that Tampa Bay game one, uh, potentially on the money line, and we'll see if this can be a lengthened series or if the veterans on Tampa Bay are going to win out then we head out west the wild taking on the blues wilder minus 162 blues are plus 125 Shen is gonna go for the blues he missed a game down the stretch just some nagging injuries but the wild might be missing Zuccarello that's one to keep an eye on he had a good series I like the Blues in this series. I think they have the goalie edge. I like them to upset at plus 125. Fleury didn't have a great regular season. We'll have to see w- if we get playoff Flurry or if he's going to continue to play how he did in the regular season. I really like Huso. I think he's going to play well. Uh, Tarasenko had a good season. Buchnevich had a good season. Uh, so did Cairo. Uh Overall, just a very good St. Louis team. Kaprizov and Fiala will be the big scores for Minnesota and Zuccarello if he comes back. But I like the Blues to win this series. Then you've got Oilers minus 250 versus the Kings at plus 190. The Oilers have McDavid and I uh, On the Kings side, you've got Cope, you've got Kempe. But while I do think Quick is the better goalie in this series, I just think Edmonton is the better team all around. I think they're going to win in five or six games. I think they have the easiest first-round matchup, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, I think the Kings are pretty lucky to be here due to Vegas not performing well. So I like the Oilers at minus 250. All those games, puck drops tonight for those. And these ones begin tomorrow with the Pittsburgh Penguins minus 117 versus the New York Rangers at minus 105. Rangers if home ice and are still underdogs here. I don't understand it. I like the Rangers here mostly because I like Shisterkin. I think he's one of the best goalies in the league. I think he has potential to be one of those goalies that takes them on a deep run. You've got Panarin, you've got Zabinijad, Kreider, they've got Fox on the back end is one of the elite defensemen in the game. And they're taking on Crosby and Gensel. But quite frankly, I just think Casey Dismiss stinks. I think he's going to have a bad series. I think the Rangers are going to win in five or six games. And as much as I like Crosby and think that Pittsburgh has won cups before, I think the window is passed on them, and I think the Rangers pull it out at minus 105. You've got Capitals plus 235 versus the Panthers at minus 313. Pretty cut and dry. I like the Panthers here. I think it's a four or five gamer. The caps are aging. Uh, is playing very well. I'm not sold on Vanessic in the series. I just think they have too much firepower with Barkov and Huberto. I think Ovi's heading home early to Russia after this series. The Avalanche at minus 500 versus the Predators at plus 350. I mean, Avalanche in under five games, or under five and a half. Um, McCar, McKinnon, Rantanen, Codry, Landeskog, And Kemper's played great between the pipes this year as well. I think Soros is going to have to stand on his head to extend this one beyond five games. I just think there's too much firepower on this Colorado team. I thought they could have won the Cup last year. Unfortunately, they got upset. By that Vegas team and I just like them very much so I mean they're minus 500 that's pretty significant uh, favorites in this series and then Calgary minus 304 versus Dallas at plus 220 I like the Flames once again they're heavy favorites I think Markstrom's got the edge over Ottinger and net Goudreau had a great season so did Kachuk Lindholm to Foley this is a very good Calgary team lots of solid and veteran players on this roster Pavelski had a good year for Dallas, as did Robertson, but Sagan's not what he once was. Jamie Benn's not what he once was. I just think they're outmatched all around here. I think both Alberta teams are advancing, which is pretty odd to say that Canadian teams are advancing in the playoffs, but nonetheless, they advance, and so I like Calgary there. And so with that, if you take all eight of those, put them into a parlay, plus 45-30. So $10 to win 486, that's with that Bet99 parlay boost that you get. Use promo code Shooters at signups. And when we're talking about the future bets, every year in the NHL, you have a team that's not necessarily the best, but they have a goalie that plays really well at the right time. Look at the last five years. Montreal with Price last year. You had uh, Dallas with Kudobin. You had Washington with Holtby. You had St. Louis with Binnington. You had Nashville with Rene. You get a goalie that gets hot at the right time. They win a couple series that they're not supposed to, and suddenly they find themselves in the cup final. They don't necessarily win the Stanley Cup, but they get to the cup final. So in the East, we're looking at those Rangers at plus 800 with Shesterkin. I just really like him as a goalie. think he has potential to maybe, I think they're going to beat Pittsburgh, and then after that, they maybe steal another one. You can even hedge out after that if you're not confident, but I do like them to at least advance and help out with the value. Then you've got Blues in the West at plus plus a 1,000. They did it just a few years ago with Bennington. I think Huso has that same kind of potential. It does concern me that they're taking on Minnesota. I think that's a very close series, but I think the Blues edge it out. If they win that one and another one, once again, you can hedge out and you can definitely win some cash. So those are our future bets that we like. They're a bit more of the long shot territory. If there's a team that you really love, whether it's Tampa or Florida or Colorado, Take them to win their conference if you like, but those ones are more so future bets with a little bit of extra juice on them. Now, back to big games on the slate. We got two NBA playoff games tonight. You've got Heat versus Sixers. No Joel Embiid for the Sixers. Can Philly make a statement without him, though? Keep it close. Who knows what the Heat's injury report is going to be. That minus seven and a half could be a scary line. And then you got Suns taking on the Mavs in game one out west. The Suns are the one seed, taking on Dallas, the four seed. Can Lucas steal game one and make people doubt Phoenix? We talked about it with Cole Rains just a couple days ago. We like Dallas in this series. So let's see if they can win this game and really make things interesting moving forward. So player prop of the day. This is all depending on starting 11, but we do like Cristiano Ronaldo. Anytime goal at minus 106. This is just a really good line, given that he loves to score in games like these. We saw just a few weeks ago, he took on a bad side in Norwich. He scores a hat trick. He's been scoring goals all year, especially in the EPL. I think it's a great spot for the Ronaldo minus 106. That's any time goal at minus 106. So we'll cap things off today with that competitive lay of the day. The hedge fans lay gets posted on our social media accounts every day at Pod. So definitely go and check those out. They were positive last month, and you would have won some money had you tailed those. So first one that we like tonight, Hurricanes line 120. No Anderson concerns us a little bit, but I do think that the Canes, they're going to have the crowd going there at home. I think it's a great spot for them. Rant in net, not our favorite goalie, but I think he does just enough to win the opener. Boston is a veteran team, but I think Carolina's got more depth here. So I like Carolina at minus 120. Second one is Sixers and Heat over 209. We're expecting the Heat to score plenty without Joel Embiid there. He's kind of that defensive anchor for them. But I think Philadelphia is going to still hit 100 points tonight. Uh, I think that with Maxie, with Tobias, with James Harden, I think they're going to figure out a way to score maybe 100 to 105 points. I'm thinking 113 to 104 type scoreline here. Uh, is in order so definitely take the over 209 on Sixers heat and then the last one Mavericks plus five and a half versus the Suns I just like Dallas to come out of the west and I think it starts tonight I think a lot of people assume Phoenix was the best regular season team they've got Devin Booker back but Devin Booker didn't look the same when he came back I still think he's got some nagging injuries there and I think that Dallas takes advantage on the road in game one And they surprise everybody by coming out with a victory in Phoenix. Odds on that parlay are plus 477. Let's cash today. Let's make some money. And the alt lay play, there's no rain delay, but we like to include an additional play with a little bit of juice if you want to sprinkle that one in there. As we said at the start of the show, four to nothing yesterday on our plays. So when you get all four, why wouldn't you sprinkle this one in? Twins money line minus 160 versus Baltimore. As we said, slightly juiced, but Paddock, he's 0-2, taking on Tyler Wells, who's also 0-2. Paddock's the better pitcher. The Orioles just won yesterday, and they're still a bad baseball team. So I definitely like the Twins money line at minus 160 today. So we appreciate everyone that tuned into the live show. I uh, definitely looking forward to today's slate. As we said, NHL playoffs are. Kicking off, we're in the second round of the NBA playoffs. You got a big EPL game today as well. Loaded day and a full day of baseball. So thank you to everyone who tuned in. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for the Competitive Hedge Podcast.